0: What is up, buttheads Back with another in real time Christmas edition Festivus for the rest of us edition to just kind of wet your nerdy whistle the week between Christmas and New Year's, right? It's, it's a pretty quiet downtime. Not a lot of people, not a lot of content out there. Well, we didn't want to leave you hanging. So here we are. Give me a little extra. A
1: little bonus. Uh, yeah, we didn't know what to do. You know, do we take it off? But then we lose the streak. We even missed a streak. We're right. We didn't want that. It's mm-hmm. more for us. I mean, I don't know. I listen to a ton of podcasts. Am I going to be tuning into other podcasts the week this drops? I'm a freak and a nerd. So maybe, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) So if you're listening to this, thank you, I guess.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for any of the times you've maybe checked us out this year, because this is the last one of 2023. Uh, Next week is... January 1st right so yeah you'll you'll get another kind of fun one from us next week to kind of round out the holidays and then we're back hot and heavy with the nerdery in january we've got some stuff banked we've got some stuff percolating we're excited to uh to kind of dive into 2024 but you know until then we'll have a little fun we get some some uh you know a little area grievances to do today right
1: this was fun to do because I I had to check myself. It's like how how deep do I want to go or you know how how deep do I want the knife to cut? And then I was like, "You know what? This is light. This is fun. Let's let's poke fun at ourselves. Let's poke fun at you know, maybe some uh weird preferences we have. But I I'll probably pepper in some, you know, some some legitimate ones. We'll see. We'll see how far we go. This will be a shorty. Like that's yeah. that's that's what this is.
0: Yeah, and we I I've got a couple grievances with the music industry on the whole that I'm going to throw at you and I'm sure you'll agree and maybe everybody out there will agree with me too just being a fan of the industry and talking about it on a weekly basis there's some stuff that we'd love to see change just a little bit right?
1: Absolutely so that's what this is this is hey what grinds my gears airing grievances I'm going to start us off this is one that's come it's the product of me or anyone that feels this way likely growing up and starting their musical journey in a different era. So my first beef is the long extended rollouts of albums, the six singles before stuff drops. I mean, by the time the album comes out, you've heard 60% of it. Mm -hmm. And at that point, it just, it truly feels just like a product. And it's just trying to be monetized to its most, you know, highest ability, whatever. And here's the thing, I get it. Totally get it. I understand you want to get all those streams up front. Hype cycle. Get it. But from an old school fan who heard something on a 7-inch or on the radio, and then you get the album. I miss that. Probably a me problem. Although we've heard from artists that are like, yeah, that was the label. <laughs>
0: well, and we've had, we had people on this year that are like, by the time the album is out, more than half of it will have already hit streaming, which is kind of crazy. Like, you get a 10 or 11 song album and six songs are already out in the world. I would imagine if you're putting together and I'm a person who likes to listen to full albums from, you know, start to finish to kind of get the vibe of what they're going for and artists is going for. And nowadays that is less of that happening, I think, because of the way the industry works, but I'm with you, man. Six singles before the album drop when the album's nine songs is kind of crazy. And, uh, if it were up to me, I love that like oh, we just got a song from band X that I've been excited about hearing and then bang, the album's out 10 days later. You're like, "Holy crap. Like, let, let's let's do more of that." Which isn't conducive to making money in the streaming world, but as a fan, I love that surprise kind of, "Hey, we're back. Here's everything."
1: I know. And I don't even know if I love like the Friday surprise drop either because it's like, well, I don't know. As a I don't know where I fit into that. I think there's some Place in the middle that maybe could mirror what we grew up with one or two singles. Do I really care? No, but it is. We'll do both. But it's like, you know, movies don't release 15 trailers that make up, you know, two thirds of the album, you know, and not, and as someone who like does see most albums as like a work of art, uh, it's just unique and we'll see more of it. I'm sure we'll see all of that. So that's Mm -hmm. my first one. Yeah, I like what, what grinds your gears. Where are oh, you at, man?
0: All right, so <laughs> clear out, clear the lane real quick. <laughs> <laughs> as far as what grinds my gears, I hate being priced out of big concerts. I, I feel like Ooh, I, did, yeah. I don't know if it's going anywhere, but uh, we've touched on this numerous times over the life of the podcast where artist X will put out, and they're, play, they're playing a, a huge arena, right? Arena tours. They'll put out a bunch of tickets on sale. On a pre-sale on Wednesday that are gone in three minutes, and then the rest of the the rest of the tickets are on sale Friday, and they're gone in twelve minutes, and then you're left to fend for yourself in the secondary market, where the majority of those tickets were already going there. They were never there was never a chance for you or I to get <laughs> a face nah. value ticket, which is already exorbitant in price. Now we've got to go pay two, three, four x so. I feel like Nate. I think I sound like Nate when I say this is ridiculous, and uh, I I get it from the artist's perspective, and I get it from Ticketmaster's perspective. The fans' perspective, which is the majority of us, it sucks. <laughs> like, let me just get my tickets in peace, man. And
1: it it's not even priced out of, like, a great ticket. It's priced out of getting in the building. I right. saw a, a reel or TikTok of someone who spent $500 for a I think it was U2 at the sphere and there's obstructed view seats in the sphere. I don't know if people know that. So like you're kind of under the balcony. So you're thinking you're going to see this like grand whole thing and this experience, but all you can see is the bottom of a balcony. It's like looking through a keyhole. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: It's, it's insanity. And that's, I don't know if that changes. I know we did kind of a future of the music industry, like live music, uh conversation i think early in 2023 surrounding like what the fan experience might be like but getting in the building is a one and if you can't get into the building because either scarcity of tickets secondary market markups you know people paying out out the wazoo to, to get into the building and and for us living in the northeast and being two hours away from a big a big city becomes even that's another barrier to entry to get into a show so I love going to the small ones here in Portland, Maine. And I think we'll, you'll see more of that from us next year is when stuff comes through that's in that kind of, Hey, they're playing Thursday night in downtown 20 minutes from where I live or Hampton beach, half an hour, 45 minutes from where I live. That's easier. I can, I can stomach 20 bucks, 30 bucks and yeah, go into that it's show, true. but it's tough, man. And I, I there's big acts that I want to go see and I'll probably see some of them, but it's, it's hard. And uh yeah, that grinds my gears. I'm airing my grievances with with you, <laughs> Blank One Eighty Two, among others.
1: Well, it's like, hey, do I want to splurge for a three hundred dollar ticket, or do I want to say, hey, you know what, I can sacrifice that one and go to like ten, uh, literally ten others. You know, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go for quantity. And it's not even quantity or quality; it's quantity and quality. You know, right,
0: right. But we love those smaller shows too. I mean, they're oftentimes. You can talk to the artist for maybe 20 minutes before or 20 yeah. minutes after and you know get to shake their hand while you're buying a t-shirt or, or a vinyl that's kind of cool you don't get that with with the big menus
1: all right my next one i'm sticking on the live music tip here and this is kind of a combined one because they kind of go hand in hand the first is late performance times 11 o'clock 10 30 11 my lawn I mean come on I do get it they want asses in the seats drinking the beers you know the longer you're there the more opportunity there is for you to spend money at the establishment and a lot of times it could be the band pushing that but I feel like it's probably mostly the venue artists don't probably don't have a lot of control there so that's one the other side of this is when venues don't publish set start uh, set times right publish, yeah. publish them A lot of shows, and this might be a me problem, a lot of shows, I only want to see one band or two bands. And if I know when they're going on, I can work my schedule around that to the point where it may enable me to actually go. Where if I don't know the set times, I can't commit a night, Mm -hmm. but I can commit like 9 to 11, whatever. And on on the reverse side, that might detract some people too, if for some reason. So I don't know where the sweet spot is, but for me, if I know the set times, there is a 100% better chance I can go.
0: I would completely agree with that. There's no harm in telling me when, you know, roughly when Band A, Band B, and Band C are going on that that evening, because it may alter, like you said, if you can go or not. And maybe, you know, you can get from nine to 11, and then that that makes it a lot easier, and and everybody's time is, is tough, especially, when you're, you know, raising a family and working a full-time job, it you can't just be like, yeah, hey, peace out, honey. I'm gone from 6 p.m. to get dinner, and I'll be back <laughs> at midnight, maybe. You know, I don't know when the show's going to end or how far I'm going to have to drive.
1: I mean, you can, but yeah. you'll probably pay for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to be a good uh, partner in a relationship and also do that. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. And as I age, you know, I'll be... 40 in the fairly near future, I, uh, I'd love to know if I'm going to get out at 1030 or if it's going to be midnight. <laughs> it changes things a lot for me. I'm old. It is what it is.
1: And here's the thing. I know there's reasons why they don't. It's obviously to deter people from showing up for an hour. They want people there the whole time. But at some point, there's a turning point where it may detract people from actually showing up. You got to get people in the building. For me, that would help me get in.
0: Yeah, and and merch cuts. Oh, sorry. (laughs) What are we doing that one? I don't know if we're doing that one.
1: (laughs) I I didn't bring it up. Oh, okay. I have something merch related. I'll save that for the next one.
0: (laughs) Uh, All right. Next one is, I, I understand there is limited vinyl pressing plants out there, but let's not allow the one or two massive artists to gum up the works for every band ever for nine months going forward. Now I feel like it's gotten a little better now that we've kind of seen the huge wave in 2023, but you know, Adele's going to put a record out next year or Taylor Swift's going to put another Taylor's version out and it's going to be or maybe a brand new record and they're going to have a run on the pressing plants. And uh it's a lot of work to press final I went and saw a in an action in Asheville, North Carolina earlier this year and it's a it's an interesting process and if there aren't a lot of them and they're all tied up with making 250,000 copies of Midnight's or 30 or whatever's coming out next. Uh, that, that makes it really tough on our indie bands and our, that middle class that we so sorely want to stick around in music. So end that crap.
1: So it's funny. I was at Newberry Comics this week doing some, yeah, I guess it'd be last minute Christmas shopping, which is typical. And they have the top vinyl album sellers of the year and I shit you not the the whole layout was maybe 20 records I think half of them were Taylor Swift I was like yep 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 and it's like wow so it's it's this weird landscape where there's a demand for it but it screws everyone else out it's it's crazy I I don't I think I'm 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 totally with you grabs my gears and I think we're in the same pocket where what is the solution? Do you throttle the moneymaker? I don't know. What do you, What do we do? How do we solve this? You
0: do a second pressing of the moneymaker when there's time for it. Like, it's <laughs> not like that never gets pressed again. It's, okay, we made 50,000 copies and sent them around the country, or 100,000 and not a, a half a million. And we're making it hard on everybody else. So I remember a couple Christmases ago when that Adele record came out, and I get it. They may want to make it, everywhere so someone could say oh yeah this is great i'll put this in my so-and-so's stocking or put it under the tree for him or whatever you you know you celebrate and middle of january late late january early february walking into a bookstore and seeing a thousand of them and being like
1: they're all discounted too too
0: (laughs) yeah you printed too many and like that is band small band b x y z not being able to do it until june and having to announce their album for pre-order seven months in advance and having to sit on songs, which we've heard countless times on this podcast that, uh, you know, then maybe we have to have that really long drawn out. You're going to get six singles out of this 11 songs because we're still waiting on the vinyl to fucking show up. So end of that shit, abolish that
1: shit. Here's the thing with a lot of these, we're not naive to like hundred percent lean into all these. We know there's reasons why We, we know we're having fun with this. We're keeping it light but we still have beef with all these. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And I still, I mean, I'm going to buy that record of whether it comes out seven months from now or three months from now. Right. If it's a band that I like. So it just, uh, it's one of those little things that irks you when you're, you're paying attention to what's going on in the biz.
1: Next one. And this is merch. It's not merch cuts. Bands. Love the designs. Hate the layouts. At 40. I don't need an all over print on the front or the back, give me a breast pocket, slap a little logo there, put something on the sleeve, you know, maybe something up back. But what I've learned recently is a lot of the shirts that I've bought recently have been more just to support the band. I'm not not wearing them. And like, as you get older, there's band names where you're like, I don't want to wear this name. Not that I, I'm not one to truly care what other people think. At least I don't think I do. But when I have, I'm not going to say any, any names or when I have certain band names out of context, look like a goddamn weirdo, which is fine. Like I, I embrace the weirdness. Like we're, you're listening to a nerd podcast of people that two guys that care about this stuff, more than 99% of the population punchline here is give me a breast logo. Give me something subtle. Totally. Am I in the minority there? No, I,
0: I agree with you. And, and those, the majority of my band t shirts look like that now. They're the, the, I'm wearing a, this is a distillery, the one that I'm wearing right now, but it, th- this is perfect. It's this tiny little breast pocket logo of a place that we visited a couple, couple weeks back that we really liked. And I want that out of my band t shirts. And I'm with you. Like if it's this big, huge, gaudy, like it's just not, I'm not going to wear it. Now, maybe that's another get off my lawn, I'm an old guy situation. And if you're twenty, you're saying it is yeah
1: it's part of that, I'll totally wear that. Part I don't
0: that. care, but yeah, it's maybe cater to both, you know <laughs> we love a lot of these bands, and i I wouldn't mind wearing a t-shirt out, I just can't wear one that is uh you know what what they're putting out there right now, so I'm with you,
1: good, yeah, no i I feel like I mean if I look at t shirts that i've i have i have and have worn over the years, I didn't think this way when I was in my twenties, so I'm totally with you i yeah it, it, it's definitely a an adult thing, yeah. But a lot of the bands I love are, old, you know, at this point, they're older folks. So, hey, maybe maybe they crack the code and they know what sells. I just think across the board, you'd probably move more merch if the designs are great. Just location and, and sizing.
0: Yeah. All right. Do we want to get into we've each done a couple, right? We want to get into a couple things about the podcasting game that kind of grind our gears a little bit.
1: Oh, totally. Yeah, let's 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 let it go. Let it rip what you came here for
0: this is not to say the people that we've worked with especially this year have been phenomenal as far as guests that we've had on people that are setting pr people behind the scenes we we have a great relationship with a lot of those folks uh, really really happy to work with uh, the people that we get to work with you
1: know 100 percent.
0: yeah this this is just total tongue-in-cheek but yeah <laughs> the the world that we live in it's a grind right like Trying to figure out times, trying to f- get somebody to answer an email or a DM, trying to get uh, bands to, uh, not, maybe not even bands, maybe they're people that are representing them to put things in front of eyeballs that we know they're going to say yes. We've actually maybe talked to them in person or you know, something like that. Let's let's all be a little more transparent. That's that's my. 2020. That's a resolution, I guess, for 2024. I'm going to be a little more transparent in that stuff. Like, let's let's just be who we say we're gonna be, and uh, yeah, let's let's answer those DMs and those emails, man.
1: <laughs> I'll say this: the music industry. It's an interesting place. I I I mean, you 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 got a taste of it, Tone, over the years. You know, with radio friends and their contacts. I've certainly got a taste of it working in college radio. Just the personalities. Most people have an agenda, which, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, that's what they're paid to do. So there's always going to be an element of that. But I will echo this. Musicians are, (laughs) a lot of them didn't get to where they are based on their communication skills.
0: (laughs) Totally. And you and I, I think, are very similar and like, just show me where you are and we'll we'll, we'll meet you wherever that is. But we need that first piece to happen a lot of times, so. Yeah, and there again, this is not to knock anybody. We've had on we've everybody we've worked with over the course of close to four years have been phenomenal and have been you know timely and agreed to talk to us two idiots for you know an <laughs> no. hour. So we all the people and there aren't people that there are people that we have on the hook that we hope this happens and they're not we're not knocking anybody in particular. This is just a come to a middle ground. Let's let's all be a little better with our our communication
1: in twenty twenty four. And, and up front, too. You know what I mean? You you can say no.
0: Oh, yeah. You
1: know what I mean? You can say no. Yeah. But that's not a problem. No one knows us anything. No. It is just interesting, these things that kind of percolate and, you know, you don't even think of when you start a podcast, mm-hmm. you know, think these certain things to consider and personalities and, you know, it's, it's not the corporate world for sure. You know, there's no... <laughs> The turnaround time expectations are very different in the music industry. And you would think it would move faster just with the nature of, you know, people wanting to get things done and the agendas that people have. It's just interesting. Yeah. I would say our our, uh, expectations now versus early on are completely different just based on now we know Mm -hmm. what's in the realm of possibility. (laughs) Right. We're being super vague. Uh, yeah. I think by design to protect the uh the guilty let's just say protect the innocent
0: well the innocent are, are protected I, we we've had we've had, anybody in our backlog has been phenomenal so again we're we're just two idiots who started a podcast four years ago with uh with a third idiot who's going to be with us here in the next <laughs> couple of weeks, just trying to have some fun talking about music and the fact that we've been able to talk to all those folks and I say this every week is a pinch me moment and we we love it so uh we're happy that anybody is is giving us the time of day but hey i'm fine with no if you don't if you can't do it tell us no. or hit down the line when we've got something to promote i love those emails back because that makes sense to me but just just being a little bit better at it and i think that could be said for everybody i mean i'm sure i could (laughs) improve on that myself at times so this is not to knock anybody in particular it's just the things you notice while doing doing something you know building something from scratch and uh Who's good at what and and figuring out those people as it go as you go along. It's been it's been a fun ride and interesting ride and I'm not going to change any of it because it's no. great.
1: No, it's all it is all part of the story. And there's I don't know if we'll maybe we'll save some of the examples. We'll yeah. you know yeah. we won't say any names, but it's funny. I have what what grinds my gears uh, grievance here that kind of contradicts and goes against what we just kind of agreed on. And I'll tell you what my my next one is. I have a bone to pick with music fans that underestimate the sacrifice that goes into being a band. And I can give a few examples. You know, there's music fans that say, hey, well, you know, you never come to this part of the country. Well, hey, we're not a full-time band. I have a family. I have kids. Uh, This doesn't pay the bills, you know. But there's fans that can't truly understand that or fans that... You know, or maybe saying, hey, where's the next album? Well, (laughs) you know, that's an album from a band that was popping 20 years ago that you still love. Uh, It's not my top priority in life. And I think we take for granted that as fans, we're owed stuff. And I know you and I are not in that camp, but maybe when we were younger, Mm -hmm. as we're older. (laughs) No. I mean, if we got, take Deftones. If they never put out another album, I get it. I can, I'm happy. You know, if they never toured again, I'm happy. And this has nothing to do with Deftones. It's just an example of, as I get older, I realize the sacrifice that goes into it. Some of it stem from this podcast, you know, Mm -hmm. even just this little podcast, we don't have to leave the house uh, and we can understand it. But there's, I think as music fans, I have a beef with anyone that undermines how much goes into art, I guess is the punchline.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's tough as an artist to put yourself out there every two, three, four years to throw that into the mix. So, like, you're maybe you had the album that popped off, and now you've got to come up with the next album and it needs to pop off. And then, with the fleeting nature of art in this world to begin with, it has a moment for maybe a month, and then people kind of are on to the next thing, or a week, and people are on to the next thing. And that's unfortunate, too. So, if you like the record this year, Go, go back and listen to it again, especially if you haven't spun it since March or April. And we did, we talked a little bit about that stuff last week. There are records that I listened to in March and April that I need to go back and spin again, because I did really like them and they were a lot of time and effort was put into maybe that three year album cycle for that artist. And it's not just that they woke up one day, wrote a record and put it out for you. Like there's a lot more that goes into it. Uh, and then if you really want to, feel bad about how people treat their favorite bands go look at any tour announcement on twitter or instagram or just peep the comment section because everybody will be like why aren't you coming to my town and i've done that i mean don't get me wrong totally but yeah yeah. but i get it like there's a reason they can't maybe come to your town because they're playing somewhere an hour and 15 minutes away and there's a rule against it you know (laughs) so you just you never know and uh yeah it's a lot harder to be even a somewhat profitable band in 2023 going into 2024 than it ever was before. So be, be happy. We get, what we get with that stuff and yeah, people will do better for sure. But uh, I love the industry. I love the music. I love all of it. I don't want it to go anywhere. Support your favorite band.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing is, is if you want anything to stick around, you got to support it. And here's the thing, if you don't care about it, just don't be surprised when it's not there anymore. That goes for venues, that yeah. goes for labels, that goes for bands. And here's the thing is, there's no pressure from, and I don't say that in like, hey, go do this. No, it's more of, hey, if you don't, don't be surprised if it's gone. I can go for your favorite local restaurant. We've seen that so many times. Mm-hmm. Support them. Otherwise, there'll be a day where it ain't a thing.
0: Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So like we always say, buy that t-shirt, buy that record directly from the band Spin their, their stuff if you can't buy it physically. Spin your favorite podcast, you know, rate, subscribe, like, tell a friend, hook <laughs> some friends up. Let's go. I'll send you a sticker. We have stickers still. So
1: I'm not going to, we won't go into these because I think we're probably going to get out of here soonish. But other ones I had number of openers, <laughs> keep it to two, unless it's yeah. like a local gig, keep it to two.
0: Or set times are super short. If you're going to go yeah. like 10, 15, 20 minutes, you can have five. But yeah. not if you're not if you're going 45 a piece.
1: Keep it moving. Cold weather shows. Uh, and this is a funny one. you living in the Northeast. What do I do with my jacket, guys? What do I do? Do I bring it? Do I not bring it? What am I doing? Leave it at home. Freeze my ass off bring it to the show. Stuff it in the corner. Someone swipes it. I have an answer.
0: Send a drone out to you to take it and then send the drone back to you when the show is over.
1: <laughs> and then last one living in the corner of the U S it's, it's, it's funny because we choose to live here uh, and we do get a lot of good stuff, but it's just, why couldn't I live in the, in New York city and get those shows. And then I'd be pissed about how much money I'm spending. So everyone loses. Is the...
0: <laughs> That's a great way to end 2023. Everybody loses guys. Just
1: <laughs> no one can win. No one can be, i be not all of us can be satisfied all at once. Mm-hmm, exactly. So
0: if you have any grievances you want to air with us, hey, if there's something we don't we're doing that you hate, hit us up with the DMs. I don't care, I wanna read that stuff. I kind of like it actually. Uh it may make us better as podcasters too. So hit us up with that if you've got any music world grievances. I know a few out there. will. please, please let us know what you're thinking and uh we would we would love to get some feedback from you the listener. And stay tuned next week, fun one. Week after, really fun one, which uh, you guys will, will be stoked for I don't think we've recorded it yet so. but if it happens in the next couple of days it's going to be awesome and the week after that I think is episode 200 so pretty pretty cool stuff coming from us here in the near future
1: yeah and maybe most importantly with this episode release we keep the streak alive there's no breaks we did it there's no, there's, there's, there's no PTO <laughs> we, uh,
0: we did it baby yeah.
1: come back come often see you next week
0: peace bloodheads Thank you for listening to Patio Slave. We are at Patio Slave on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all of the places that you can find us on social media. Facebook, Patio Slave Podcast. YouTube, Patio Slave Podcast there. Email us at patioslavepodcast at gmail.com. And, hey, if you want to become a supporter, click on the link at the bottom of the episode and give us a dollar, give us five bucks. It keeps the lights on, keeps us going. We really appreciate that stuff. Thank you.